Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ball is Bay podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. In today's episode, we talk about Zion Williamson and his weight gain. We discuss Robert Sarver and some of his allegations. And most importantly, we talk about the Golden State Warriors and their great run with Steph Curry leading it. This was a really fun episode with Ashwin where we kind of dwell into some of the psychological stuff regarding identity and branding and influence. But before we dive into it, let's hear what Ashwin's got to say. Fate of the universe on the line. I want Iguodala. I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Zion came back chunky. The ref's whistle didn't turn funky. Warriors basketball is back in quite the way. Traversing space-time like LeBron. Always on. It's Hashtag Ball is BNBA podcast. Your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. If this is your first time listening to us, my name is Ashwin and I urge you all to subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Because it's free, eco-friendly and a very sweet thing to do. In the association this week, OKC forgot their tanking duties and proceeded to beat the Lakers twice. LeBron James used his downtime to perfect time travel and Carl Anthony Towns remembered that three game slides have a nasty history in Minnesota. Speaking of quick, I've got with me as always, someone who runs the 100 meter in 15 seconds, someone who hates waiting at Starbucks and someone who can edit a podcast in 100 minutes flat. My co-host Vinit Devaya, Vinit. Wow. Welcome wow. back to the pod. Where do you, where do you come up with these things, man? How does it pop up? Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's all, it's all different. You can't, can't, can't control it. It's like a, it's like a horse. You just let it. It's go. like, horse oh my god. Vineet, what is up? You've moved into a new apartment. Uh, is that in Luxembourg or is it? Some, no, it's in Luxembourg uh, itself. Yeah, like weird part of Luxembourg. No, no, same part in Luxembourg. I just, um, yeah, I, I couldn't. I didn't renew my contract on the older apartment, so I. You, you. I, I was gonna say you look a little bit like our uh, good friend Rohan Shrestha. Like your hair has uh, taken that. Uh, Rohan Shrestha flavor. Do you see no, it? No, it's just, just you, I think. Just the just hair. The just the, just the, just the from hair. here and above. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to the people. Ah, yes. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. Right mm. I'm just waiting for... Uh, anyway. I mean, the haircuts here are really expensive, so I can't really get them on a regular basis. Uh, <laughs> so I wait till... Man, these uh, countries which pay l- living wages to their uh, people now, that's ridiculous things are just getting too expensive even in your even in india <laughs> how much is an hacker in india now india india is not that india we uh like a normal place that you go to they give in Cal- calicut at least they have this uh, two options like uh, do you want to reuse a scissors or do you want a brand new set so brand new brand scissors it costs 50 rupees more because of you know like covid regulations Brand, not brand new scissors, brand new, like they'll give you a brand new gown and brand new, all those, uh, they won't reuse the old ones. So that costs 50 rupees more. So that is 200 bucks for, uh, sh- it's not a shave, it's just for haircut, like whatever, even if you cut little bit or like a lot, lot of bit. I, I used to pay according to how much they cut back when I was a, a teenager, I think. I was like, you cut very little, so I'm not going to pay you your exact thing. But nowadays I'm like you used to bargain like that, no? Based on how much, how much, how much are you? Based on how much they cut. Ah, so sometimes it was. Uh, sometimes I, I would just like shape it a little bit. So in those cases, I'd be like, okay, take a little bit 
less money. Mm. And then they'll also be fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't cut that much though. Honesty. Doesn't make sense. Mm. Here it's a hack it and a, and a, and a trim, beard trim is about 40 euros. So that's, uh, I don't know how much that is, but yeah, 3,000, 4,000 rupees. Yeah. 3,000. That's yeah. a lot. Like 3,000 to 4,000 rupees. Yeah, close mm. to that. Uh, close to that. So I let it grow. Like the startup, uh, bootstrapped uh, stra- startup founder. That yes. Like, no, if it's not required, I will not. Not required at all. Vineet. You got to get down to the brass tacks. Warriors hoopla. Hype or hope? <laughs> Warriors have been playing amazingly well. 7-1 to start the uh, start the season. They've, they've beaten pretty, pretty much like, you know, sort of mediocre teams only. They beat the Lakers and Clippers in the first two games. But after that, it's been more or less, you know, they played uh, the Pelicans and Grizzlies. Not, not even Grizzlies. Grizzlies is the one loss that they had. They played Pelicans. They played Uh, Charlotte and uh, Sacramento, all those kinds of teams. Uh, do you see them as the successor to the 2015-2016 Warriors? Or do you think it's like still too early in the season and that they've not really faced any great competition? What do you think, Ashwin? I think uh, it's, it's, it's a bit of both. <laughs> Don't flip the question on me, man. Like I'm sitting here, I'm doing the whole job. <laughs> But I, I feel it's a bit of both. I think there's, they, they played pretty much teams who, again, not, not that great, not that good. Uh, they have their continuity, but so do the Warriors. The Warriors have almost the same team as last year. Last year they were, they were not great, but you know, they had the thing, but, and Steph has come out stroking fire this season. So what's, what's that I, thing I that they have? that and it's it's the thing is Steph they have Steph that's what they have they've always had Steph but today now they have a Jordan Poole scoring uh, 25 right. points they have uh, Andrew Wiggins uh, coming in and doing his thing they've got all these players way extremely selfless basketball there's no like you you don't see any shades of Lakers or the Bucks or anyone where there's like you know the The ball comes to one place and then it just stops moving. Mm. Ball is like, and then people, the defenses are also collapsing there. Uh, that's what I feel. Like, it's still early, but, you know, like winning seven games out of eight is never easy. So, I, I feel it is a hoop, uh, like, what's the word? Hoopla, though. Is that the word? Hype. Yes, it's hype. It's a hype. What do you think? <laughs> Ashwin was not expecting this role reversal. He's like, oh no, I have to come up with an answer now. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go off of whatever you said. I think if you said it's hype, I'll be like, oh, no, it's, a, it's hope. <laughs> if you said it's hope, I'll be like, no, it's hype. <laughs> oh God. Anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, Steph, like, I think before the start of the season, I said like, you know, Steph is very competitive. Um, And he knows he has the, you know, the kind of, uh, he could be the goat. Green light. No, he could become the goat. Ah. It's possible. You know, I mean, if he has another another five-year run like he had before, then he's, he's in the goat conversation. Right? Uh, and so I think for him now, that's his kind of, like, he doesn't want to relax at this point because... You know, I mean, another five years and then he's out of the league. And, but if he performs at a very, very high level, uh, he's a top 50. He's already a top 20 player without, 
you know, without any problems. So, uh, if he can show that he can carry a team and, and you know, if he can become MVP again or scoring champion, the team, you know. So, those things kind of, I think, play a part for his legacy. So, he's driven in that sense uh, to play at a very high level. So, I think, uh, I think he's not going to let the Warriors screw up like he did last time. You know, I mean, they they, they didn't make the playoff, right? Mm. They lost in the play into the Lakers. No, they, they lost to Memphis. Memphis or Lakers? Memphis and Lakers. They lost both to ones. Right. They lost to Lakers, so they had to play Memphis and then they lost that also. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, and so, yeah, I think I think that will that will all be like, a, like an issue for, I think, Steph. Is that, oh, he couldn't get a team into the playoffs, right? So, I think he's motivated and sometimes in early in the season when you have a person of Steph's caliber that's extremely motivated like uh, on the other side it becomes difficult to win so I think it will even out over the period of 82 games Um, Steph is not going to be Steph for 82 games there are going to be games where he's not you know carrying the uh, the Warriors on his shoulders but you know um uh, top six, top seven. I think they already had two of those games, but they came against Pelicans and I think Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. Like he's had two games where he scored only 15 points, 15 points each. I think 15, say 16 points uh, in yeah. two games. But then Jordan Poole came, showed up and your Gary Payton, uh, the second, uh, showed up and Wiggins and like all these other players. Yeah, but I don't, I think that, guys. yeah, I mean, eventually it's going to all, you know, even out, but. There is a possibility for them to be in the top three uh, in the Western Conference because Lakers seem to be kind of not in sync and uh, Clippers don't seem to have made any kind of move towards the top. And so other than Utah Jazz and maybe uh, the Mavericks, Nuggets. Nuggets, you know, it's tough to see anyone else in the top. Mavericks also, I don't think have had, Mavericks have also had a pretty rough start, but... I- I don't understand this. This is like uh, first season with Jason Kidd at the helm, but their philosophy sort of it's probably remained the same. Like their playstyle has not changed. I saw their game against who was it? I forgot. This is one point game. Mm-hmm. Mavericks against the Spurs, I think. Or uh, they be- it, it didn't seem like they had any sort of a different identity than last year. Last year it was like you know. Uh, Use Luca, get three pointers free, and then shoot, 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 shoot. Like they were the, they were the best offensive team ever. Purely by numbers, right? Like that offensive rating. Their offensive rating was the best of all time. I think Bucks were second, but Bucks had a great defensive thing also. Mavericks didn't really care about defense. They were like, we we just gonna. It was like the hardened system and Rockets on speed. It's it's not changed much. Uh, what if I, I mean, maybe they're just sort of still figuring it out. So, I don't know about Dallas, but um, Utah, there's Utah, there's, I don't want to uh, talk about the Lakers. Uh, I, I think Clippers, once they get Kawhi back, they'll have, you know, that proper roster will be there. Uh, Warriors are looking, definitely looking like the best team in the, like their 7-1 record is, like even if the strength of schedule is a little weak, they, they have played like, whoever they got, they beat the Lakers, they beat the Clippers. Now, after that, 
if you get if you get weak opponents, it's not really their fault. I think Memphis is also a good team. Jamarant has uh, come out strong in his uh, third year, so I think. Yeah, the West is pretty wide open. I, I don't see a. Clear and I, also, I think this is the, probably that. the first time. The midway yeah, probably the first time in a long, in, uh, in a long time that the West is not the strongest. Uh, conference. The stronger, the stronger conference. conference. Yeah. I think the the Eastern Conference is a little bit more stronger. Yeah, yeah. I think with the emergence of Heat and the Bulls, I think the Palra, as they say, has a thoda sa. Ah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. And Charlotte is also quite good. Yeah, a little bit. Charlotte, I think it's fine. But I think the Heat and Bulls are absolute. Uh, so, I, I, for, for me, now it has become that it doesn't matter who you beat. If When you play against the Heat... What is going to be the game? How is how are they going to play the game? Is what really you're going to be like? Like Warriors are playing the Heat, I think, in a couple of weeks. I mean, I think we'll be back by then. Lakers are playing the Heat, and for me, that game is going to be one of those games which I'm going to like put put an alarm and wake up and watch mm. the game because Heat are very good offensively. They have great matchups for all the players, uh, like the Lakers sides and the uh, Warriors side. The, they beat the Milwaukee by four, 42 points, but I'm sort of willing to go a little bit like, yeah, fine, you know, it's uh, early season, like, Milwaukee always has a tough Isn't Middleton the, injured uh, also? Uh, especially a fully fitted. Middleton, was he injured that game? I think he's not been playing, right? No, he was not injured that game. He got injured. It, yeah, he's uh, he's entered COVID protocols. Oh, COVID protocols. He's a uh, COVID guy now. Oh, uh, speaking yeah. of COVID, I mean, a little, so, little bit off topic. Did you hear about the NFL guy? Oh. Yeah, yeah, Aaron mm. Rodgers. Now, what a have you have you ever traveled showing wrong uh, documentation? No, I mean it would be impossible. It'd be impossible. Okay, maybe maybe in India it's not impossible. No, I've not done it, but uh, like whenever I go, I always am like maybe one day I should just take that, uh, like you know, take a PDF of a former uh, document and then edit it and then show it because I don't think anybody checks for the authenticity of that document. Yeah, like ideally, what you should do is. You should have that uh, QR code scanner and you should scan the QR code on the document that you're showing to make sure that, you know, it is original and not... Well, because in India, I think a lot of people have gotten caught with it. Oh, with the fake I, ones. I'm not surprised at all, but I'm just saying. With the fake ones. They have they have fake uh, COVID uh, vaccination proofs and fake COVID uh, RT-PCR tests also. Like many people have gotten caught. It's not, it's not news as such, but oh, I'm just wow. saying that. For a celebrity to get caught like this is embarrassing as hell. Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be one of those yeah, goat, goat, uh, kind of guys. goat quarterbacks. Yeah. What kind of guys? Sad, no? But, you know, what do you say? And, and uh, apparently he said that he's following Joe Rogan's... Joe Rogan's uh, ivermectin uh, this course. And then he started blaming the woke culture for something. Like, I think that's just... So he's like, blaming too many red flags. Nope. Uh, follows Joe, uh, for, for, follows Joe Rogan podcast uh, has ivermectin and then starts blaming uh, the liberals, the woke crowd. Uh, just three red flags. Strike one, strike two, strike three. Uh, but I, I mean, uh, okay, let's go back to NBA. I was going to ask you like a philosophical question. That, that's a that's a different yeah, discussion. A different, yeah. That's a different. Ask philosophical questions. Okay, we have nothing much to discuss today. Well, I mean, I just wanted to ask, like, you know. Should you have done it? You know, I think this is also based on, like, a conversation we were having about, you know, how much of content creation is fake or not fake and how much of it is, inf- like, 
to create influence right and just if if you look at like aaron rogers is not an idiot doesn't is not an idiot what i mean is like iq wise he's not an idiot like he's not i i really well, quarter, mean, he throws a football no but quarterbacks quarterbacks are like the point guards like most point guards in the nba are supposed to be very good iq wise like that's kind of their role uh okay but i think there is this uh you know whole identity being like uh stuck to this vaccine and then this vaccine's identity is stuck to like other 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 thoughts of life and all of this is like you know and like and like people like joe rogan become like the figurehead of this identity and this is very similar to you know my favorite nemesis kobe bryant is you know like the uh-huh. no this is the thing that used to bother me about kobe bryant is that he latched on to this identity of hustle culture like work hard like you know like give it all your best like no one really does that like nobody does it everybody talks about it very few people do it right but a lot of people like to consume that content a lot of people want to say mamba mentality you know i follow mom like you know it's it's the same in the same vein right um so as someone as a, as a as a kobe brand bhakt do you still feel like the, what what do you think are your uh, what are the things that you think are your identity slash influence points i think people generally like this uh, hustle culture part i think the reason people like it is because they don't know anyone who does it all the people who they think are ident hustle culture people are just like in their thoughts it's they they don't know them personally they don't really know people who work hard they say that no i will not party i will work hard on my dream i will wake up at 4 o'clock do this do this but ashwin you you it's, know it's me very, though, so so <laughs> i know you <laughs> but i just say it, it's such like it's it's like interviewing someone about bigfoot or the yeti or you know like the monkey man you don't know them all you've heard is stories it's just stories upon stories upon stories the uh what is it called the whole idea is built upon stories right. it's like and religion it's like religion right like it's it's like any idea that you said that no fine this is my idea yeah. now and i will go to my death defending right. this idea why you like this idea there there could be many reasons one is that you really like that culture but you can't do it you can't wake up at 4 o'clock and do this thing so you're like i will idolize people who do this mm. like people idolize people who speak the truth but they don't ever do that because that's not convenient for them right true so most of these bucks are people ah uh, most of these bucks are people who just can't do it but they want to uh take it on that thing that just that you know i can't do it but I love people who do it therefore I must be like them it's just a image uh, thing but I I mean I really don't understand how that uh, works out with this Aaron Rodgers thing are you ta- saying that Aaron Rodgers is Well I mean it it the ho- the whole point with the whole if, the- if, if if I had to I mean just if I had to if I had to draw the parallel I would think that you are saying that he is utilizing it to get out of it out of the hole that he's dug himself in. uh no i think i think that there are certain people especially americans uh not necessarily i mean i'm i'm using americans as a as a you know not necessarily americans general, general term, term but 
they, the, the reason why they are anti-vaccine is because it is anti-freedom of choice, right? So that's their biggest concern. It's like, oh, we we are all about freedom and, you know, we should have the freedom of choice to choose and blah, 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 and all of that stuff. And they, they have no problems with even death over this freedom of choice thing, right? They are okay with like, oh, if I die, I die. You know, and they are like, I would rather die a free man than live as a uh, vaccine. Yeah, I mean, but it's under that whole like identity, right? Um, That people live with and identity is just what, like, for example, a lot of the things that we do as humans uh, is very tied to our identity, like as an Indian or a Malu or when that identity is questioned, then you try to latch on to ideas that fit that identity and just say okay joe rogan said this and joe rogan is very famous and so hence you know it becomes it it provides some kind of uh, validity to your idea because someone famous has done it right as some someone famous i think most ideas transfer that way only like there has to be some famous person saying it like uh, Ashwin Gopina sitting on balls Bay podcast saying that you know this is the blah 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 a plus people to see and all people are not gonna latch onto it because that there is no celebrity associated to that, even if I'm right, right? Like people like to associate with like with famous ideologies. They don't want to, and famous means it doesn't have to be like as big as probably vaccine. Like vaccines are safe is, uh, or like you know is like people most most ninety nine percent of the doctors would be like yes, it is safe, but the other side. It's not doctors who are generating this. It's non-doctors who are saying this is about freedom. It's not about medicine. Like you said, you know, and and they invoke these very sentimental topics like freedom. They will not talk about medicine, medicinal values of it. Or they will talk about something like it's an attack on your freedom. Now, when you phrase it that way, then obviously most of the people are going to think about it from an emotional point of view instead of from a very logical point of view. So then on one hand, you have logical people, at least I, I guess both sides have logical and emotional people, but one side is saying that we are trusting doctors who have developed this vaccine and they've said that it's safe and they have done testing and they're saying it's safe. At every level, they have said that it's safe and whatever and whatever inconsistency is there, it is within the limit. Like it's not that it is 100% yeah. safe, but it is not like it is 50% safe also, like people are yeah. saying. It's, it is very, very safe. You save yourself from things, but... The problem is now when your mob identity comes in, the mob doesn't care for subtleties. The mob is like, it's either one or zero. You decide. Mm. Is it, are you with us or are you against us? Like anytime you divide people that way, anytime you polarize anybody, any topic can be made incendiary. Anything. Literally anything. School shootings. Is it good or bad? Yeah, there are a lot there, of people. There, there are a lot of people. There, there are a lot of people I've, I've talked to like, uh, they are still against gun control, and even if you like tell them, oh, but what about all the kids dying? Yeah. They're like, yeah, but it's it's again, it's an in our amendment, and it's like that amendment is written like 500 years back. Like uh-huh. you know, they did not expect AK-47s to be given to. Ah, so it's it's. I mean, it's. It... <laughs> True. Yeah. So but again, like you make something emotional, then the logical part of it is doesn't it's appear. It's kind of lost. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, this is uh, 
No, I mean, I, I wanted to tie it back back to just like uh, fandom and, and the craziness of Kobe uh, because I was, you know, the NBA 2K released ratings of like old players and legends of, or they basically they're of the NBA 75 team and uh, Kobe got 98. And literally every comment under that was, why is Kobe not 99? Why is Kobe not 99? Like, you won't find any other fan base complaining about <laughs> like on in 99 there was michael jordan lebron kareem and magic right and then on 98 was dirk kobe hakeem tim duncan kg you know the usual suspects phil russell people were like why is kobe not 99 kobe should definitely the kobe is definitely 99 like that was the only like only fan base that was mad about kobe being 98 you know and so so my my question to you is like because you're a kobe fan is and i always i'm very interested in your perspective because kobe had that kind of mind bending marketing jutsu you know the mama mentality and i think a lot of people were impressed with that a lot of people are still under that trance of the mama mentality so as someone who also thinks he's logical while also being trans by Mamba mentality. My question to you is what about the Mamba mentality that you like, you understand what I'm saying? Like take yourself and put yourself into like this, the difference between you and an anti-vax is not different, you know, in the sense that there is some amount I, of I completely uh, validation, get yeah. where you're coming from. So I'm asking like, how do you like, there's some amount of uh, suspension of logic. Yeah. Ha, suspension of logic, yes. So where does that suspend? Like even I, I, I kind of like, I, I remember like we, we had this podcast where I asked you um, what a pure or pure scorer is. And I think like while you were explaining me, you realized, shit, my explanation makes no sense. <laughs> Was that true? Like it, it, it I, I really felt like the... you were trying to explain and suddenly like, shit, what the fuck am I talking no, I, I, I mean, that has happened to me multiple <laughs> times and it will continue to happen. But, uh, I, I think that that's, that's the, I, like, that's the litmus test for any person who suspends logic, right? Like you question them, question them, question them, question them. Slowly they will, like, if they are smart enough, they will start thinking that, what am I saying? Like, I just said something else five seconds ago and then now I'm saying something else because they are driven. The conversation, the dialogue is driven by emotion. It's not necessarily true. And it, I, I think it's, that's what it is, right? Like, it's difficult to explain. Like, a very simple question, like, what is love? You can have a oh, logical explanation to what it. What is love? Which is, you know. It's a song, uh, right? What is love? I mean, yeah, okay. gonna go so, I'm, I'm just saying that, I'm saying that there is one way of looking at it, which is that your heartbeat changes or uh, when you see that other person, your pupils dilate or uh, something. There's some very, very, very clear indications that that is love. But that could just be infatuation. But you ask someone, it's more of a feeling, right? It's more of a, I really vibe this with this person. My wavelengths and their wavelengths are coming together. And like that, and it doesn't make any sense. Like they cannot explain that any more eloquently. There's no... Like, it's not a very eloquent explanation that they have. Because they can't put what they're feeling into words. With Kobe, with Kobe, I, th- I think, at least, see, 
I think all Kobe fans and all, yes, they're Kobe fans, but I think they like being Kobe fans. They like defending this person because there are always attacks in him. Like the reason Tim Duncan doesn't have any, like, you know, great fan base nobody is because nobody attacks Tim Duncan and says that, you know, he's... Huh. But also, also, no, also the Tim Duncan fans, also also the Tim Duncan fans, if you tell them, like, if you tell me Tim Duncan was not a great shooter, I'll be like, yeah, okay. Like, I'm not going to say, but do you remember the time I guess the Suns where he hit the three point to close the game, you know, but I, you know, so like, I think there is, there is the both of it. It's like, one is obviously you can't attack it, but even if you attack a Tim Duncan fan, they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, that, that, that's fine. That makes sense. Like with the Kobe fan, if you tell them. He was not that uh, good of a shooter. Yeah. But, you know, like, if you, if you tell Kobe fans, like, oh, but Kobe is very inefficient. He took really bad shots. He didn't take bad shots. That was his mentality. He wanted to take the shot. He wanted to, he wanted to, like, you know, suppress the opponent. He had he, to take those shots. He, he had, had to take to, those he, shots because yeah. he had to change the momentum of the game. Yeah, yeah, he, had to, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had to do those things. Yeah. So, so I... Yeah, yeah, but, uh, I mean, all the Tim Duncan fans I've met, like, all flashy player fans I've met are themselves flashy. They themselves, they see a part of themselves in that mm. uh, player that they follow. It, it's not that you are a boring, like, you know, you are a very stoic person and you follow someone very flashy. If you are a stoic person, you're going to follow stoic people because you see in them what you could have been if you were good. Like flashy people, uh, like people who just talk a lot, like, you know, who want to take that uh, last shot, who want to become a hero. They want to feel the, feel hundred people shouting their name and all that. Those people are going to follow People like that. True, fair enough. Like, yeah. That's that's what I feel. That that's it's not very it's not very independent. Like it's not that you know like you your personality is X and you follow a Y. Mm. Like, that doesn't make any sense. That uh, and like the kind of person you are, you are going to follow that person, and then you tell me who you are a fan of, and I can sort of be like, okay, this is the kind of person you are. And you know, I, and uh, today I I think today most people are just following Kobe because. You know, Kobe has that polarizing effect, and everything in this world which is polarized. Also, it's a good business decision. Both sides. So the reason it's a good business decision, but from Kobe or the Kobe's fans supporting Kobe content because you have like you, we have seen this right. Whenever we put any Kobe yeah. content, it helps. You have enough yeah. of it. You have, you enough, have enough of, of it, yeah. and like every every two days there'll be some post. Never forget Kobe did this to this guy. Never forget Kobe did this dunk on this when. <laughs> I forwarded you to this. <laughs> it's like, never forget. Yes. I mean, why would I remember it? <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> All right, let, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Anyways, we are we we we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to. I mean, this is a like. I, I, I was very sad when I saw Zion Williamson the other day. Oh, the how fat is my man? Looked like he was uh, three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. Oh God, it it it. And and they were saying that he's going to be back in like two three weeks. I'm like, how can he be back in two? Three and he's weeks? also young. He so does not look yeah. like he can. You know, he he's young, but no, I let me finish my oh, thought. Okay. So he is young, but he's gotten like so much so out of shape that he does not look in basketball shape. So imagine like somebody of that nature. Like he has played heavy, heavy two eighty five pounds. I think that was his playing weight. I, I think there have been talks that he should be playing like at a 260 pounds. That is his, that should be his weight because oh, he's not that big, not, yeah. uh, not that tax tall, his body yeah. too much, but he's because he's not that tall, right? Like, and 
yet he can with that 280 pounds he can jump out of the building like crazy but i i, I mean i heard reports of 320 pounds in that uh, range uh both of us huge fans of zion huge. because we see that he's not a selfish player he will he passes the ball he plays the game the right defends way defends when he wants to he's uh, skilled in in front of the basket defense uh, can come and do that uh, audacious block out of the blue Mm-hmm. Do do you think there's any way that he's going to come back in 2 3 weeks or is is this like a major setback for him? Uh I think that uh for someone who was fat and still is fat um I do I do agree that like losing a lot of weight it's like you you know I didn't really realize this but when you're fat like you can't do certain moves on on the basketball court. So your game changes the way you play you play a little slower you play a little bit bully ball but when i started playing basketball i wasn't that fat like i was the smaller point guard for all the teams i played uh, and i had to play a different style of game so in a way in a way uh, i feel like maybe this could help him uh, because it will maybe teach him how to play a little slower because i feel like his even at 260 or 280 that he was i think his knees will definitely crumble the way he plays like he's like a ping pong you know like the way he elevates is is kind of like derrick rose and so at that weight uh, yeah so he and he's never known any other way to play so i think that maybe when he's like a bit fatter he will learn to play a little slower and more a little bit bully ball which he which he he plays bully ball but he's but, but he but can he can he play <laughs> but can he play with that weight yeah yeah he can play he can play he can play he can play i'm not i'm not i'm not i mean see the, the problem with zayn is he ha- always has a funny walk so when you see him walking i mean i think a lot of people are like oh look at him walking he's so fat he can't even walk he used to walk like that even when he was in school like if you see all his like you know he's got that kind of like duck walk yeah but it's that's not mm. that's not necessarily because he's fat he's that's just that's just the way he walks um i think i think if if he plays himself into shape and he realizes that fitness is very important for him i think it will be good for his career but the only silver lining to all of this is i feel like when you are fatter and you don't have elevation you learn different skill sets to be effective on the court like the way right now james harden has to learn how to play so- because he's fat and he can't get his first step up you know like he just can't he can't blow by any of his defenders so now he has to learn other tricks of the trade uh, so maybe when zayn comes in and you know with the pelicans not doing really well he'll actually have a lot of time to maybe learn different ways to be effective on the court and not just be a you know like a dunker or you know just someone who who's pure athleticism but like maybe he can have a step step you know step back fade away uh he can have a more reliable jumper i i think that for me that that has all that is the only silver lining that i can think of when someone's athleticism goes off at least for me that was the case i was i was saying that i i don't think i don't think when i do i i think you're being very very optimistic yeah being obviously like very optimistic that way it's not easy to uh, uh okay obviously. it's not that easy to do anything at that weight because you have to run up run down I know he's very young but uh, maybe it is I mean I I've never lost like a lot of weight I've never gained that much weight also but I I don't think well I mean it's but, possible but, but, I mean okay, I think so let, is, let me ask let, it might be possible because he is young no but the point is what yeah. is going to happen right he's going to come fat he's going to play he's going to be bad 
right? The Pelicans are already bad. The Pelicans are not going to let him go. They're not going to trade him. So my point is that all of those things are true. If he doesn't get hurt, he'll still play fat and he won't be that great. So it will give him an opportunity. If he is a competitive guy, he's like, shit, I can't get the things that I could get before. I need to learn other things till I get into shape. Like he's not going to get into shape in two weeks. That's obvious. So the only silver lining and the only thing that I think maybe he can learn is, okay, what are the other skill sets I can develop being a little bit bulkier and not having that athleticism to dunk whenever I can. And that could help because the Pelicans are going nowhere anyways. So they are, they are not going to trade Zion anyways. So Zion basically has them hostage. And, uh, you know, if he's, a, if he's a smart guy and if he's someone who wants to get better at basketball, he'll learn all those skill sets instead of like forcing the case or doing something like that. So that's the only thing I can think of. Okay. Well, only one way to find that out. We hope that Zion comes back healthy, like at least, you know, eventually, so that we can see, uh, because it'll be a disaster to watch a number one draft pick just crumble away without, yeah. like, you know, any sort of a, like, major injury story to. Yeah. I mean, I hope it doesn't get injured again, but it's un- very unlikely. We need, we are going to move on. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's, it's the constant Damoc- the sword of Damocles on top of him. Like this uh, weight and the injury with it. What's that? Sword of what? Okay, all right. We're going to move on to the Phoenix Suns. And this is uh, probably the last story that we're going to do today. Sword of Damocles. You don't know that. This is, there's a sword hanging. Like It's like uh, the constant fear of something about to happen. I will put the... Thing oh. there so that people can know what it is. Okay. It's called okay. the Sword of Damocles. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but I mean, it looks like that's how it's pronounced. Anyway, moving on, the Phoenix Suns, Robert Sauer's 17-year tenure as owner has led to allegations of racism, misogyny within the Phoenix Suns. It's the big story. ESPN released the story, I think, last week, not even last week. Two days ago, they released the story. I, re- I read the entire article. It was fun. It was hilarious. It was uh, uh, hilarious because I am not a part of the Phoenix Suns, but like some of the things that he said and then, you know, the internet uh, comments, all of that hilarious. Vineet, why can't white men be racist? What is going on? Why can't white men be racist or why can't white men not be racist? No, no. Why can't white men be racist? Like uh, they have so much money, they own teams and now you're telling them they can't be racist. But what is going on in this country? Well, I mean, I'm not, I don't know, man. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, one can, one can look at this and think it's a hit piece, you know, um, because, uh-huh. you know, because listen, man, there is no organization in this world where um, everything is white. Yeah. Dory. You know, and so they act like as though Robert Sauer's job is to like go and make sure that everything is hunky-dory. I, mean, is he, I, I don't know what his, where he made his money, but I think Phoenix Suns is not his like main thing. Um, pet pet project. Project. It's just like a pet project he does. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, these rich people, who, especially self-made rich people, they are rich because they have a certain abrasive, uh, personality where they are not willing to listen to your bullshit. They don't have time for it. 
they uh, they cut to the chase they're very direct there's no uh, politically correct conversation uh, happening and mm-hmm. uh, that usually r- rubs people the wrong way you know especially when someone wants a hit piece <clears throat> like i'm sure if someone if i was rich and someone wanted to do a hit piece about me and they went and asked a thousand people a hundred people would say like oh yeah vinit said this like really sh- shitty things to me that that really hurt my feelings you know mm-hmm. i mean it's very possible that mm-hmm. i said something that hurt somebody um, but that has most you know now with that with the racism stuff i think it had to do mostly with him using the n word i think that that is not corroborated properly like you know the only the only person saying that he said that was the uh, earl watson and conveniently no no earl one watson, else was yeah. in that room so you know who knows what goes behind the scenes right like this it's not i mean i don't know if you watched this uh, the series called the billions billions i've i've seen uh, that uh, what is that alex what is that guy's name star lord no axel i axel, i saw the first axel, season i think axel I rod axel axel rod axel rod you know it, i mean i don't know how much of this is true but i i am i am you know i i do kind of hang out in some of these circles you know some rich competitive circles and you know if someone wants to get hold of the sun's franchise and robert sauer is not letting it go there are various ways to get it you know and so uh bad pr is one of them you know so that there, there could be a lot of things that uh, go behind these large uh, large scale allegations behind, especially on the head honchos um these kind of like hit pieces what they call them like is you know there are a lot of hit pieces on elon musk yeah, yeah. you know like it's very common for these things to happen and uh, you know i mean it wasn't like he was he was hiring biased or he was you know it wasn't like a clear cut case of like systematic racism in uh, in the suns franchise right like the way it was with the clippers uh, franchise and the way the clippers owners were known to like uh, not give housing to uh under a... i think the only only difference between uh, what clippers guy what is the clippers guy don sterling some white king don sterling yes between what don sterling did and what robert sabe there was voice message like an audio clip of uh, don sterling a uh, voice message of him saying like without that then there's not much difference well, no, these allegations yeah. because it's just you know like a case well because don sterling also was was like he many cases were against him many legal cases no because he were against him already in the court yes but the reason but the reason but the final nail ha, in that question was, was that voice yeah. because without him i don't think they could have uh, taken that uh, franchise away yeah and and they literally took and the think about it right they think said, i think about it why why would his girlfriend or whatever she i think it was a girlfriend right or wife i don't know um re- yeah, re- girlfriend. Girlfriend, record that that message like have you ever recorded someone's phone call i have never recorded someone's phone call i have uh, recorded people's phone calls but uh, not for nefarious purposes okay i have never i have never had the reason to like someone calls me i'm not going to like oh let me record what his person is saying and you know yeah so it's possible you know like the only only case of like really bad stuff was like the Rachel Nichols stuff which i think was un, unnecessary but mm. she got her, she got caught with the boom mic like she you know 
there was a mic in a room that yeah, Rachel Nichols we 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 always love him she's gone man her career is seems to have been yeah she's, she's gone. gone she's yeah. but i mean she's having a good time she's uh, scuba diving and you know she was one of the voters for the top 75 so it's not bad but the the golden goose is gone ESPN is yeah, gone. it's gone. Uh, but it's okay. I mean, so with Robert Sauer, I don't know, man. I mean, the, I read the piece and I just felt like there wasn't much. Like there wasn't like it was all like he says, she I, says, I he says, he said, uh, I, this guy, that guy. Ah, uh, I yeah, I, I feel like if I had to be like a judge, then there's nothing very substantial. It's all people saying these things, which which is enough for an investigation, but. Uh, like I don't know if the NBA can take any action without a concrete proof with them, like some sort of video clip or an audio clip, something which uh, substantiates this. Because a lot of people have said this, and it's not just the Earl Watson incident, right? Like it's about the. <laughs> Did you hear about the Lamarcus Aldridge uh, trying to recruit some sort of that incident, where it's like we should have strippers uh, go up to these NBA players and uh, get impregnated by them, and then have their babies. So that the NBA players are now forced to <laughs> stay in Phoenix. Because one of the reasons Lamarcus said that he wanted to stay in uh, that area was that in, in San Antonio, when he was uh, getting, like when he was moving from Portland, was that his kids live in Texas. So he wants to be closer to that area. So his, uh, Robert Sav's great idea was to have strippers get impregnated, become. <laughs> I will read that part. Where, where is that part? Yes, it's uh, mind boggling. Yeah, it's there. It's, I think, uh, like, a couple of scrolls down. Like, that was one of his genius ideas. So, I'm But it's a funny idea. I mean, if you just... The Earl Watson thing, obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a hilarious idea, but it's funny for an SNL skit. It's not great for, like, you know, actually pitching to your team. This is what... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was joking. That's my point. It's just like... Yeah. I agree, but... The like, if you can explain to me the difference between like you know malice and a joke, which like if pe- enough people are not laughing at your joke, then like is this really a joke? Like, isn't that what they teach you at? I don't know if uh, Teleport Me has the uh, uh, prevention of sexual harassment uh, like things. What is that called? Like a seminar. seminar. No. Uh, so there they say that you know it doesn't matter what the mantra is. It doesn't matter what the intent of the speaker is what matters is how the person who heard it fit now like the the, the allegations go from just not just saying the n-word it's uh things that like you're a, you're just a bad owner you think that people are your property now i'm not sure is that really does that really concern the nba enough for be like you're a bad manager we will take the team away from you is that possible i don't know if that is even mm. possible for them to do that like there has to be something which is detrimental to the league's image is what I believe. That's why they took Donald Sterling away because something very concrete came up and they were like, no, we cannot be associated. We cannot be looked at as a league which supports people like that. So we have to yeah. do this. Now, if you're a bad owner, like is that really up, yeah, offensive yes. to anyone? If you're that's a bad not, owner. That's not NBA. NBA wants bad but, owners. So that they stay, they, they remove the franchise. But I mean, that's that's a, from whatever I read. It it seems like a very one person point of view. They said that this is what happened, and uh, Robert uh, has uh, denied all these allegations. They said no, it was taken out of context. Blah 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 blah. So we have only seen one side, and it really uh, like 
the whole marketing of it which was done and the way it is written, it seems very uh, like you know that there is a clear case of this is what we want to achieve, achieve yeah. which is to remove time. this person yeah. from yeah. the that's why that's why i felt it was like a hit uh, piece because so, it just felt like a hit piece you know it didn't mm-hmm. feel like it's coming from a uh, genuine place of this but I, a, I mean i think the least the nba can do is probably investigate it then they will come out with their report and yeah. then they have to do it. I, I don't know. I, I don't think unless they, unless they find something very, very concrete, like something which is, you know, like could explode on social media. I don't think they're going to fire the guy. I don't think it's going to be as easy as removing Don Sterling was from the Clippers. I don't think it's going to be that. Yeah. That's what I feel. No, I agree. I agree. But yeah. I think, you know, I mean, a new owner would also be fun. I mean, he, he should cash out, man. I think he, if he could sell... He's probably like 60, maybe 50, 60, 65, maybe. I don't know how old he is, but I mean, we can make like a three, four billion dollars you could sell good. the Suns franchise for. So yeah. Why not? Yeah, I think the, I mean, I don't know the latest valuations, but two and a half to three billion does not sound like a far yeah. scenario at all. And then put it all in crypto. Yeah. <laughs> Are you in crypto, Ashwin? No, no, no. I, I, I saw crypto and I knew that this is not something I understand and I really am done putting money in things I don't understand just hoping that my luck favors me because it doesn't. <laughs> I didn't understand crypto. I, I'll tell you honestly the thing is I don't I un- sort of I sort of understand cryptocurrency as a concept mm. but once it became a commodity which was being traded I was like now there is no point of me getting into the market because in the market 90% of the people lose money. Only 10% of the people get money mm. and the more, like, the, there's a reason why throughout India, all the influencers, everybody is just trying to drum up people for this crypto thing. They want to increase the 90%. They want to increase, they want more people to put in money so that the, all of them lose their money. And a few people make money and they're like, oh, crypto is amazing. But because it has, it is no longer a form of currency. It has become that. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> like, have you ever, like, I always ask, which, yeah, I always which ask Bitcoin people, like, have you ever used Bitcoin, like, for something? And if it's a currency, like, have yeah. you used it somewhere? Like, and they're like, no. So then, like, why is it a trillion dollar market cap? Like, what exactly? It's like gold. It's like, mm, it's not really like gold. Because gold is actually yeah. limited. I can give gold to someone. They'll be like, thank you so much. Uh, I give Bitcoin to someone. they be like, I don't know what to do with mm. this. And no, I, the, the reason I, I ask this is like, because it's not like, like yesterday I read about this uh, company called Chingari raising $40 million on their... Uh, <clears throat> On their token release. Did you know that in India? Have you heard of this company called Chingari? No, no, I do not know. What's Ching- Chingari? Chingari, no, no, no. It's like a TikTok apparently. No. I think I think Ramya might know. She must have gotten some offers to like promote it. But. Uh, no, no. She's not very big on social. Mm. She doesn't care. Yeah. But uh, Chingari app apparently is like uh, when TikTok got banned. This is when they came out. Uh, and obviously they proper. I thought they had something called MX Taka Tuck. No, that is MX players. TikTok. Oh. This Chingari was a completely separate thing and they they launched their crypto uh, this thing, uh, I think a couple of t- weeks back and they raised $40 million from Indians. I think it's great. I think all these people should lose their money and then they'll learn. I just hope that my money is not somehow tied up with their money. So that I, I look at my account and I'm like, what the hell, where did my money go? 
what if the which bank do you have your money what if they like buy a massive crypto currency they invest exactly so it's so convoluted that people are just they just don't care they're just like ah say we do this do this do this do this and i don't understand and how can you and another thing i don't understand this is nft nft, is NFT. NFT? no it's not nft it's N- N- nft nfts it's a picture non fungible token right click and save it and you be happy non fungible unbelievable that there is a market for that again another thing that i've not never going to put my money in because i don't understand the concept of it but uh, again something which is getting a lot of money and uh, uh, ruining people's sleeps i think anyone who loses money in that crypto should deserves to lose their money that idiots like that you think uh, rich people want us to get rich no rich people do not want us to get rich rich people just want us to think that we are going to get rich stupid rich people Uh, it's true it's true anyway. it's true all i all you have said that is true anyways vinit that on that note i think uh, we're going to stop this uh, podcast we we discussed multiple things and i think all of them are amazingly snippetable items oh. and uh, we shall do our best yes snippetable <laughs> we're going to catch you guys next week please please till then like share subscribe do all the jazz uh, you know why why not why not help a struggling podcast true with its dreams and uh, yeah and uh, yeah uh, let us know what you guys want and uh, stop telling me to increase uh, improve my uh, thumbnail activities who uh, did someone else again again I'll again again uh, complain about it no <laughs> no. no no but uh, i'm i'm sure they sure <clears throat> okay until then guys uh, catch us next week same time same week i, mean, I don't know it's safe okay okay guys catch us next time until then uh, we need to say bye bye